Yeah, yeah. What up, everybody? It's your boy Dave Noodles. It's Type 88. It's a Wu-Tang Wednesday up in Shaolin. I had a lot of fun with that DJ set. I played everything from Freak Me to I Admit It. Um, it's a lot of fun. That's, uh, yeah. So we're here on Type 88. We are in the fall season. We see a lot of leaves. We're leaving a lot of things behind and we're moving forward into the new season in many ways. Speaking of someone who's moving into a new season, this kid has been on a roll. I can't even say kid anymore. He just keeps growing right before my eyes, leveling up by the week, doing shows all over, taking home awards, making the family proud. I got the one and only North Shore in the building. What up, bro? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What up? <laughs> You're here with uh, Mr. Shore. How are you, you can call me North Shore. I'm great. I'm great. Noodles, how you doing? I'm excellent, bro. So uh, it's been been quite a week for you, but uh, before we get into maybe the the moments of celebration, maybe we could like bring it a little bit back um, to how maybe this this hip hop thing even got started, bro. Like, did you did you find an album somewhere? Did someone put you onto music? Like, how did you even uh, start off in this world of music? Well, how I got my start in hip-hop was I went to McKee, so I, I noticed that a lot of other students had, like, an entrepreneur spirit that they would carry with them outside of school. So I was like, you know, this is uh the choice, the choice of high school I went to, so I might as well, you know, pursue a path where I can, you know, have a trade, adapt my skill, advance my skills, and, you know possibly make revenue someday but the real reason why I got I started making music was I remember going to a show and it's funny because it was also a show you know stereotype was there projectivity was there um there was this one particular set that I saw that just put a spark in me I was like yo I have to do something (laughs) music related and the set was with Young Lucid and Eddie I and I was like after I saw those guys on stage, I'm like, yo, I have to do something. I didn't know what at the time, but I have to do something with music. Like, it was just, that was the spark that inspired me. That was a great set. Was that, uh, I think that was Musication 3. At the 5050 Skate Park. Three or four, one of those. One of those. It was uh, back in even... 2015. Wow. That was cool. That was a cool set. I remember that. You do? I remember uh, Lucid had a lucid it was, i think it was lucid set and then he brought eddie i for, on for a verse yeah yeah and that was had, the reason why we were there yeah yeah that was crazy how'd you how'd you get invited out to that was it um well i was in we were in the same shop okay um lucid and i so but oh, i was just a couple years yeah younger than him got you so he would be in the room you know he would network his music with us he were like yo i got a show coming up we were like me and my boys were like, yeah, we're there. No problem. Like, we're pulling up. No matter the cover, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and that was a cool event because I don't think there was a cover. It was just, like, donation-based. Oh, yeah? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, all right. That's cool, man. It was um, it was definitely an experience. Um, 
then I remember like a couple of months later, I'm just thinking in my mind, like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? So I was like, I went up to my boy and I was like, yo, I'm about to make beats. And his response was, what? Why does everybody want to make beats now? And I'm like, wow, you know, I'm trying to get something started for myself. And, you know, that's your response. I was like, all right, no sweat, you know. Um, there's people that's going to doubt you in the beginning, but as soon as they see the momentum and the consistency going, they have no other choice than to believe in you, you know? That's so true. Yeah. Like proof of concept. I'm always like, people want to do something. I believe it when I see it, you know, people could talk, 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 but will they walk the walk? So, uh, so you started making beats. What what was that with, uh, with the computer? Was it on like a... I started with uh, an old Windows 8 computer. Okay. FL Studio was my um, DAW of choice. So I was like, hey, um, let's let's start these beats. And I remember the beats were like terrible, very bad in the beginning, very bad. But, you know, you have to, you know, you have to be bad at something before you're good, obviously. So, like, I started working and working and I was like dedicated, like I was committed to this. Um, I even made beats in the class. Like I started bringing a laptop home i bought um i brought my aunt's mac it was like an old 2008 macbook mm-hmm. and i got fl studio on it somehow some way i got it on a mac at the time and i just made beats in the back of class and um i remember my teachers like yo what what are you playing like this sounds terrible and it hurt my it, it really hurt my um ego at the time mm-hmm. too so i was like damn you know um we like what are you going to do i just kept going like no matter what they said just you know, keep keep the ball rolling. Like, if this is really what you want to be committed to, you have to, you know, really put your heart, soul, blood, sweat, tears, anything into it. Anything and everything into it. Time. Time is a big thing. Like, devote all your time to your music if, you, if this is really for you. Yeah, if you put the hard work in, you're, you're creating your own luck. You're not hoping to be lucky definitely so that's that's awesome man so you started making the beats you uh did you put out any projects while you were in mckee yeah i put out um plenty of beat tapes i remember just working on beats um where were you putting those on soundcloud um my original before the north shore name came about it was khalid six that was my original soundcloud name and that's still my email address today it's like six Khalid zero at gmail dot com. That's my official email from that name. Like so, I just kept the ball rolling. Then the name changed. We'll get to that later. But. That's crazy, bro. So Khalid six is that a Khalid is a like your middle name or like first name? Oh no, I just like the name. And then the actual artist Khalid came out. I believe in like twenty fifteen. Like that's when he really um came to stardom so i was like oh i gotta change my name you know there's already a khalid out there so yeah yeah and he really uh he's owning the charts man honestly he's every week (laughs) he's just killing it he's collabed with everyone and just he kills it every time and um that's great bro so you so you go to these shows you're seeing other people perform Mm -hmm. you're kind of on that you you know that paying the dues vibe, you know, and I, I really feel like the paying the dues never, never really ends. No, you it know, doesn't. I feel like you always have to really be tr- treating the game like, like you're just starting. You know, in terms of you know, you learn new things as you go, but you if you keep that hunger and you work the same way, mm-hmm. 
it's um you know you, luck is on your side because you're actually putting in the work honestly when did uh when did you have your first show oh wow um my first show i remember okay this is about two years let's lap times two years later like now it's 20 2018 or maybe three years later it's 2018 i've been producing beats three years um i haven't even touched the mic or considered about like rapping until i met projectivity at um tech's album release party at richmond richmond hood right richmond co yeah yeah richmond hood Richmond Hood, yes. Um, from there, you know, me and Christian chopped it up, shook hands, you know, I went to his program, and the next thing I know, I got a mic in front of me. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, well, let's do this. Like, um, I had no knowledge of recording or any type of song structure at the time to, like, as an artist, as, like, to write lyrics or anything. So it was, like... Humble beginnings, like humble, still, still humble beginnings. But um, from you know the bottom ground level, like yeah, like jumping into something I have no experience with. You know, it's felt like my start of making beats all over again. You know, that's good, man. That you kept pushing the uncomfortable button, and you just kept uh, putting yourself in in new situations or uh, around people that inspired you because you said you came to that uh the, the Chris, uh, christian's release party that was like almost two years ago now yeah that that's really wild because i never ever go on facebook i've been on i've been active on facebook recently just for marketing purposes but um before then like it was very rare for me to even check facebook but on this particular day i was like i'm gonna go on facebook oh there's an event happening on staten island i'm gonna go network like for those two to happen just to lead to all these cycle of events is just just amazing to like this moment right now. And when you went, did anyone go with you or did you just say, hey, you know, I'm going to just go to this? I just hopped on the 46 and I just went. <laughs> I just, you know, I just, you know, take the leap. You got to take the leap always. You know, doesn't matter. If you don't know anybody in the building, the whole purpose is to leave knowing people and then, you know, to utilize them a part as, as a part of your journey, you know? Real talk. I think, uh, I think that's a great attitude to have because very often I'm, I'm guilty of it. I'll hit, a, I'll hit a few people up. A few people may be like, oh, you know. I'm, you know, you may get the no pickups, you may get the, oh, you know, not tonight, I'm doing something. Mm -hmm. And then someone who may feel the need to get support may be like, oh, you know, no one's coming. So I don't know what I'm going to do, but honestly, bro, like some of my best connections were made when I went to an event on my own. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of going in there cold. I didn't know who I was going to see there. I didn't know who would be there when I would get there. I didn't know who who I would meet. I would go on my own just to feel out, see the vibe of things. Mm-hmm. Probably ended up meeting amazing people. I, I, met, I could just go on for minutes and minutes about who I met from just doing that. To even like our first show where I met 
someone at an open mic who became the engineer for our first show. That's wild. Who I met another guy who was one of my biggest supporters, who I met a couple that pretty much really pushed me to pursue my dreams like 12 years ago. Wow. Early Dave Noodles. Um, And I literally met them because I went to the the Muddy Cup to do an open mic because I needed to feel out a stage because I never had a chance to go on one Mm -hmm. before a big show. Bro, and here you are doing, you know, just going in there cold. You know, maybe you have an idea who may be there. You go in, you hop on the mic, Mm -hmm. and, you you know, you you started writing your own own book right there, bro. That's crazy. Honestly, and it's, it's really important to don't worry about who doesn't show up because if they're not sharing the moment with you, it doesn't matter because this is your experience, your journey. And as long as you show up for yourself, like, that's the most important time. Like, if you... Let's say you go into a show, nobody's, you know, nobody's going to come and you feel like giving up and you do like you're going to feel a thousand times worse Mm -hmm. than performing in front of a crowd with none of your people. I'd rather you go out and perform than just to stay home because people will see you. People will take notice. You know, the, the eyes are on you. You just have to continue the work. Just keep the momentum going. That's some real stuff, bro. I was, uh, I remember, bro, I went to Disney, it was like 11 years ago, or yeah. eh, maybe seven, eight, and it was at a point where I was kind of like walking the tightrope of like wanting to, to do what I loved. It was like, oh, you know, I do what I love, but uh-huh. I do it on the side of on the side of on the side, you know, like that one hour a week. Uh, yeah, I do this. But then it was like, I remember I went to Disney, bro, and I was like, Walt definitely didn't do this mm-hmm. part <laughs> of a part of a part-time. Yeah, You know, if you really want anything, you have to invest time into what you're doing. And 100%. 100,000%. You got to put the luck in your favor. Yeah. Um, like you said, you got to put your time into it. I remember days where it's like, Okay, I'm stay I'm I'm home after school. Let's make a beat. Like I can make a beat for I don't know, every day this week, hours and hours at a time, or I can go out perform, you know, build a fan base, have people see me, you know, network. Yeah. Um it's really about the work that you put in. And now speaking like I remember where it's like, okay, I'm I want to get booked. I want to get booked. And then bookings came to me. Instead of like I manifested it, and now it's like I'm so busy. I get I'm getting everything that I asked for. I'm so busy now that music's eventually gonna be the only thing I'm working on, or my music career essentially is the only yeah, thing I'm yeah. gonna be working on. Cause um lately I've been more of an active artist, and I'm getting booked for shows in the city, on Staten Island. Like October was a pretty big month for me. And as well as November, because I'm performing two places, the 5th and 6th. One show's hosted by Hip Hop Mike, the other one's hosted by V Henny. Um, and they're back-to-back shows. And I, this is the first time I'm experiencing back-to-back activity. Like, okay, you wanted to be a music artist, right? Now you got back-to-back shows. There's no rest. There's no days off. You're going to shake hands. 
going to talk to people, you're going to show them what you got, and then you're going to go home. That's your life. And if you're really dedicated to it, there's no complaining, no excuses. You just got to put the work in. That's, that's real, man. Where do you see yourself in this game? Because I see you doing a lot of different things. You're making the beats. You're, you're, uh, you're, you're making tracks. You, oh. you had a show on WSIA. You're doing some behind-the-scenes stuff. The show at WSIA was, um, I loved it. I loved it. The North Shore Hour. Um, but I was a DJ. I couldn't play my own music. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it was kind of a deal-breaker. But then again, it's like I can network myself in the community and I can get them to spin my songs. I'm still connected to them. So that's definitely a move that the future holds. Um, but to answer your first question is I, I'm always going to be a music producer first because that's where it started as. I just hopped on my beats because nobody wanted to buy or nobody wanted to work with me. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to get on the track. I'm going to rap. I'm going to show them what I got. Mm. And now if they want to be like, hey, you want to collab? I'll be like, sure. Or I got this beat for you. Like it was a way of marketing myself on my own beats. So, I mean, as a music producer, I think that's essential for you to do. Like, honestly. And that's real, man. I, there's no you're in control you know it's uh what you're putting out you it's based off your creativity how much you're giving back and in terms to other artists are you uh i know you just dropped stereo mono not too long ago um how was the response of that stereo mono um that was my first ep back in i believe 2018 may of 2018 oh, that dropped uh, you dropped the other one too oh stereo mono 2 is um hasn't came out yet okay but we're still in the works of production it's coming soon i my expectation for stereo mono 2 is to come out before the new year's begins but even if it begins on the new year's that's just still a strong way to start out your year like you have a project to drop you can market it and then there'll be more Though I'm looking forward to doing more features and connecting to more Staten Island artists exclusively. So I'm just trying to, you know, I'm adding value to what they want to do, too. That's real, man. Any, uh, I know it's still on the hush, but maybe any, uh, maybe any features or any, uh, exclusive info you could drop for us? Um, any exclusive info... Um, I've been, I remember that, uh, Somos Morenos, that it's been canceled. Cardis and I, we, we wanted to do different things with, and during our musical journey. Um, but I'm really looking to, you know, revitalizing that as a group because I believe like we were dope. We were getting good responses at the beginning and I don't know if it's just me ego tripping, but I feel like when we drop a song, it's it's lively like it gets you know good responses it's yeah it's fun music you know like if i'm feeling it i know you're gonna feel it that's real so maybe we'll see some somos morenos on this um maybe a feature maybe maybe all right you gotta stick around and make sure to cop that stereo mono too to figure out these top secret things that this guy got working on right now so you got a lot of track. You got a lot of beats. 
you'll be performing a lot of your beats at these shows. You got three shows literally in the next two weeks. That's going to be dope, man. I see you're also uh, rocking the Intel Bobby Briz release party. Oh, that's going to be live. I swear that's going to be a live. Oh, man. I, I'm, I'm excited for that one because I really want most. Okay, because it's a Staten Island show. It's at Mother's Pugs. I'm not saying I expect people to be there, but I do expect people to be there because it's a Staten Island show. And I usually have people, usually my friends or my fans coming up to me like, hey, um, I'm sorry I missed this one. And don't be sorry because there's going to be plenty of shows because, you know, the activity starting to pick up. So I would really like to see a couple of those familiar faces at Mother's Pug November 16th. It's going to be on a Saturday. Intel, Bobby Briz, we got... Prima Triple Seven, we got youth, um, youth moves coming through. Like it's gonna be a good show. Like we had some of my favorite artists personally on the same bill that I'm on. Like that's that's mind blowing in itself. So I'm gonna go hard with promotion because we're all there together. That's excellent, bro. How important, you know, you got a lot going on. How important would you say for an artist coming up in the game? How important is it for them to surround themselves with a certain type of people? And what type of people do you try to spend time with to kind of stay motivated? Do you have any uh, advice for an, a com- an MC coming up in the game? You always want to be around people that's going to push you to do better. Because time after time, I've come around people and be like, hey, um... I didn't like the verse that you spit. Um, maybe you can change it up here, change your flow here, and I appreciate that. I'm, I'm not going to ego trip if you tell me some creative feedback, but there is a difference between telling somebody a feedback and just plain off hating. You know what I mean? But I, I usually True. just whoop, you know, over the head. It doesn't matter. Um, but you have to stay around the people that inspire you. You have to stay around the people that are constantly trying to teach you something. And you have to have to have a mentor. You have to have a mentor in this music business because they will put you ahead of the game instead of you doing the same mistakes they did in their 20, 10, 10, 20 years. You can be ahead of the curb and they tell you the right information as you are now. So a mentor is super essential. Um, what else do I got? How do you even find one? Uh, you- they're in your community. They're, they're your teachers. They're... Yeah, people at the local store, the local bodega, they're they're around. Like it's your it's your duty to find these people in your community. Reach out, you know. Don't think it's a you're a one man show because it's really not. North Shore is not a one man act. There's so many people behind the scenes that are helping me with information, getting me shows, helping me get on the bills, helping me um constantly elevate my sound. If I'm doing something in the studio wrong. I have an engineer that's going to tell me the right thing to do because he's been engineering for 10, 20 years plus. So always have somebody that can teach you what you don't know. Like that's that's common sense, to be honest. Like even as an artist, because I know how some of us artists, you know, we can get caught up in our our own head. You know, we start ego tripping like. Just take a step back. Listen to what the person actually has to say and take your feelings out of it. Because it's something that you might miss and it can affect your career greatly. That's amazing, bro. 
you seem to have a very good uh, grip on networking. How would you say you would you divide your time if it was a pizza pie? Ooh. When you're talking about networking, creating, and performing, how many slices go to what? Mm. How do you divide your time up? How do I divide my time up? Um, you said networking, creating, Perf- creating, what else? and then performing. Performing. Hmm. How many slices go to networking? How many slices? I mean, I'll, I'll just carve the pie up into three fucking slices. To be honest, like, um, it's it's, it's really about 30. balance. Yeah. Um, to be honest, uh, networking. I feel I go out and network when there's no more creative juices coming out. That's when I need more inspiration. That's when I need to go out and live because I'm a hermit. I'm making beats in my house. Um, I'm not getting out enough. I'm not getting any outside inspirations to, you know, keep my creative juices going. Um, you need that to create because as an artist, I, I do believe we all hold a high sense of creativity to even, you know, put your vocals to a mic and actually like the way you sound and promote it to people. Like, you have to really believe in yourself, too. Um, What's another piece of the pie? Is it marketing? um, Uh, Promoting. Promoting? Like, Uh, uh, you know, even putting yourself out there. Are you, you know, are you working on the graphics for yourself? Are you having meetings with people to do that for you? I am working on the graphics myself. Like, my album covers, um, Single covers, they all been me. Like anything that you look on, all platforms, that's my graphics, that's my work. So I have different like creative outlets that I've learned from, you know, past skills because I did not want to go to college to become a graphic designer. I'm a pretty good graphic designer. I would actually say I'm a dope graphic designer, but I'm getting a big head here. <laughs> but um you always I guess don't outsource as much, especially if it's a creative outlet for yourself that you can use. You know, um, promoting, promoting, I would put promoting and marketing in like the same slice Yeah. because it's, it's honestly the same thing, but very different. Like there is some type of creative aspect when you do marketing and promotion, you have to, you know, think you have to be quicker than the next rabbit. You got to outsmart the competition, see the competition or innovation. Like that's your marketing right there. Pick one. You can actually do both. Like, it's up to you. That's real, man. Do you have any? Do you have a certain goal for amount of shows? Do you let them just flow? Honestly, do you have yeah. like a cutoff. Like, oh, I've done three. I've done five shows in the in New York this month. Or do you just do you have like some stand uh, some boundaries with some some of what you're doing? At the level I'm at now, I feel like there's never enough shows. There's always more fans to grab on there's more more work ethic i can put into my stage presence there's always something to do especially like i've been waiting so long to get booked i'm grabbing after any opportunity that comes my way um it's it's game time like it's here what i asked for is here and now i have to put out you know what i mean real talk yeah a lot of the time i'd be like dave you asked for this (laughs) You know, when the pressure comes on and I'm in this new place, but I'm like, you asked for this. Honestly. So, you know, so. 
it's like there's no complaining and if you do find yourself complaining it's like you ask for it right <laughs> and do you have any um do you have any outlets where you you heal yourself because like do you do you you know do you talk to other people do you do you pray do you have anything that helps you you know find peace inside you know because you know life could get very noisy there could be a lot going on uh -huh. sometimes there aren't you know we we may forget to take a day off or even an hour off do you how do you even find peace inside you know all the beats my my unwinding time would most likely be um probably either reading I'm into chess. I like I love chess actually. I'm looking to become a better chess player. Um I play I play my bass um to unwind. It's just I always look for another creative outlet to like unwind myself because sometimes as an artist it's um it's it gets stressful like you're in the studio, you're recording the song, it doesn't come out the way you want it to. You leave, next thing you know you're pissed off because you you wasted your, well you didn't waste your money, but the track is still not where you're at. And you have deadlines within yourself to get it done. Yeah. But, you know, forget about the deadlines if the work's not right. I'm not saying you should waste all your time on perfecting something. I definitely think that as an artist, there's a moment where you have to say, hey, this is done. This is complete. It's coming out. So, like, those are the things I do to unwind is bass, chess, and what else did I say? <laughs> you know, whatever. That's real. That's real. Yeah, because I know. Reading, yeah, there we go. Reading, yeah, yeah. Because we can, I think we're in a very noisy world mm -hmm. where there's always something to do. You know, especially in the work, you know, you could always feel like we have to work. We have to get this done. I've been really focusing on, you know, letting. It's, it was cool when I heard the song Closed on Sunday. Because I was like, I'm all about that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if someone calls me on Sunday or texts me on some work vibe, I'll be like, I'm not at the office now. Um, I think I think for a while, as someone who had my own business, who was working from home, mm -hmm. I was calling my home my office, and I would just kind of, like, not really have a boundary if someone was like, oh, so what's, what's this, you know, or something like that. Yeah. Like, bro, I've when i heard that i was like that's exactly how i feel um because you know i just give myself certain days or certain times where i just have a little chance to like have a chance to be around people you know yeah with my family and stuff and uh the amount of peace that i felt from that i i could never get from any other vibe you know what i mean yeah i, I understand and now it's just like, it's a standard. It's like, you know, if I have to do something, like if it falls on the Sunday or whatever, but it's almost, that day is almost like blacked out. I family. And I remember when I was coming up selling cookware mm -hmm. and my, uh, my boss at the time, he would always be like, you know, I do not do anything on Sunday. If anyone books me, I just, I give it away. And I was like always thinking like, well, don't you make less? <laughs> don't you like not hit your goals? He's like, no, nah, because 
I've, it, it forced me to work harder and smarter on the days I was working. Oh, okay. I see you what you're You know what I mean? And then and he's like, and you need a day of rest. You do. And Sunday's the perfect day to do it. <laughs> Hence religion, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so for me, that, you know, that's been powerful. Um, yeah. Also, like, sleeping with my phone on the complete other side of the room. On, oh. on Do Not Disturb. Like, just putting my phone on Do Not Disturb. Like, now I have it automatically. Uh-huh. That at 10 o'clock, it goes on Do Not Disturb. But if, like, I already talked to my family and someone hits me up at 8.30 at night and I'm just chilling, the phone just rings. Yeah. And, I, and they will get a response in the morning, you know. And, I, and I'm up super early now. But um, having those boundaries for myself bro has been has been priceless i understand um i like what you said about uh keeping the phone on the other side of the room you know um that's something i can definitely practice <laughs> and um you know but this this is something me i'm i'm someone who literally does social media as my as my job mm-hmm. but like it's crazy the amount of messages that come into our mind that could maybe block out a creative thought from trying to come in oh yeah i'm saying i understand so uh, you know we all work different some people may see social media and get super inspired i've been focusing on just having that effective time when i do it Mm -hmm. but you know just finding a way of like cutting the cord and just being like all right I'm I'm home. I'm chilling with my my girl right now. I'm good. You know, hey. you know I'm chilling with my parents. The phone's up, got ringing, but I don't really hear it. You know, it, I hear it, but I don't have to attend to it. Um, and that that's been that's played some a key role. Um, it's one of your best practices. Yeah, man. Um, I think as I've got older, for a really long time, I was always chasing uh chasing work which which I love and I'm great I'm extremely grateful for every project I get honestly now it's maintaining peace maintaining like my a peaceful heart mm-hmm. that enables me to to move into every other situation in in a peaceful and loving way yeah and it, it it's almost like you're building armor on yourself it's like all right that person is acting silly. I'm at peace. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like certain things will bother you less when you're at, when you're at peace. But, you know, I've been on this journey for a bit of time. Congrats. But, uh, <laughs> no, honestly, congrats. Thanks. Because you're a big role. You play a big role in the community. I'm just saying, like, as North Shore, like, we appreciate you. Oh, we man, appreciate you. Thank you, bro. <laughs> you know, Chris and I, it was always our goal to just inspire. So it's a blessing to, you know, fast forward some time. You come to musication and then you roll up at the gala this past Thursday and you, you pull the Pro Artist Award, you know, holding the trophy on, on the stage. Like, that was that was a beautiful thing, bro, with your family there. Yeah, that was... How did that feel? That was wild because usually when my parents come out to meet, like, people I, I talk to, like community members my friends um i usually get like a little nervous because like okay 
my mom's gonna get a sense of my mom my dad they're gonna get a sense of who who i'm hanging around with right and um you know i don't know if they talk to anybody or not but um like all that all that jitters the nervousness it, it all dissipated um i felt like that night you know everything is perfect people are coming up to me and saying congratulations um you know, um, I'm talking to Mike in the back, drinking a brew. Uh, every, everything was perfect. Like, honestly, I'm getting an award later. I get to perform the same night. Um, yeah, man, like, honestly, that that day was, uh, it was, it was a great, it was a great one. It's like.